The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Are you ready for the word? Are you ready for the word? Turn your Bibles with me quickly. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 22-23. Everybody say, Breakthrough. Breakthrough. The one that we saw the team, Breakthrough, they thought we were going to be talking about, you know, the issue of stuff Breakthrough is about. There's nothing wrong with that, but that's, not the, that's what we're talking about. And obviously, you figured that out already. Now, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 22 to 23. It says, abstain from all appearance of evil. Next verse. And the very God of peace sanctify you what? Holy. And I pray God your what? Church. I pray God your what? Uh-huh. And soul and body be preserved what? Blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the spirit of the man born again is born of who? Is born of God. We've established that. Is that correct? 1 Peter 1.23. All right. Uh, what does it say? 1 Peter 1.23. It says what? Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of what? Incorruptible, by the word of God that liveth and does what? Abides forever. We've seen that. All right. So the man who is born again, his spirit is born of the word of God. Say, my spirit is born of the word of God. So his spirit is born of the word of God. In St. John's Gospel chapter 3, all right, and verse 5. Let's go in there. John 3, 5 and 6. Jesus lets us know that the man born again, all right, is born of the spirit. All right, the man born again is born of the spirit. Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. We've explained that when he says, except a man be born of water, he's not talking about water baptism. Water here is a metaphor used to describe the operation of the spirit in the new birth. All right, because there is a cleansing action of the spirit in the new birth, as we see in Titus chapter 3. All right, and verse 5, and in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11. All right, the new birth is a cleansing by the Spirit. The Spirit of God, by the new birth, cleanses us from all sin. Glory to God. But we are not done. Go to 3 5. All right, John 3 5. All right, then we go into verse 6. What does he say in verse 6? Everybody read one to go. He says, What? That which is born of the flesh is what? Flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is what? Is spirit. So he's telling you there that there are two generations of men on the earth. That which is born of the flesh and that which is born of what? Of the spirit. So he says that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So I told you many times that the word and the expression Holy Spirit is not a name for God's spirit. It's a description. Because the word holy there, what does holy mean? Holy means set apart. Holy means concentrated. Holy means different. Hallelujah. So when he says Holy Spirit, he's telling you that among all the spirits in the world, this, this spirit is different from everyone else because it is the spirit of what? The spirit of God. So it's not the spirit of man. It is not the spirit of a devil. It is not an angel. It is what? The Spirit of God. So he is called Holy Spirit because he is different from all other spirits. Hallelujah. So the man who is born again is born of who? He is born of the Holy Spirit of God. 
So because he is born of the Holy Spirit of God, he has the Holy Spirit of God. So the expression saying the man that has the Spirit is actually used to refer to the man that is born of the Spirit. For the way to have the Spirit is to be born of him. Glory to God. Glory to God. The way to have the Spirit is to be born of the Spirit of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Now, if you turn your Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, turn in there quickly. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, we have to talk about the anatomy of the human, of, of the human being, of the man in Christ. We start from his spirit, then we go to the soul, then we touch down in his body. Then we now begin to talk about breakthrough, all right, or re-emphasize or continue emphasizing breakthrough from the aspect of the spirit gaining ascendancy over the soul and over the body. Hallelujah. Amen. First Corinthians chapter number 2 and verse 5. We'll read from verse 5 to 12. For context. Are you ready? Can we read? One, two, go. What does it say? That the should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the what? In the power of God. In the previous verse, it says, My preaching and my teaching was not with the enticing words of men's wisdom, but in the aphodexis, demonstration, of the spirit, all right, and power. That's your faith. Very important. One of these, I think in, in, in LMM, I'm going to touch on 1 Corinthians 2.4, because you need to understand that aspect. Because the demonstration of the spirit is the putting on the physical that which you already have inside of you. Because that word demonstration or aphodexis, it means to make apparent what is present, but it's not revealed. So that means when we're talking about aphodexis, we're talking about um, demonstration of spirit, you can only demonstrate the spirit because you have the spirit. You can only demonstrate the power because you have the power. You can only demonstrate what you have. You cannot demonstrate what you don't have. Are you paying attention? It's the same word. It's akin to the word phanerosis, manifestation in 1 Corinthians 12, 7. You can manifest the spirit, all right, because you have the spirit. Manifestation, all right, is the opposite of hidden, all right? Because manifestation means to unveil. So you can only unveil the spirit because the spirit is present in you. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, go back there. First Corinthians 2. It says, That your faith should not start in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. The next verse, everybody read. It says, What? Amen. We speak the wisdom of among the perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. Next verse. But we speak the wisdom of God, what? In a mystery. Even the what? Hidden wisdom. Uh huh. With God or them before the world unto our glory. This is talking about salvation, but it's not our subject for today. Next verse. Alright, it says, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have what? Crucified the Lord of glory. It's very interesting, but we won't talk about this today. But just know that the devil does not know everything. Praise God. Amen. And let me tell you something. Why you say, ah, the devil, why, why have God not destroyed the devil? Because the devil is needed to fulfill God's plan for your life. Alright, let's continue. Verse 9. Listen, wait. God is the only one that can use the striker of the opposition to score goal for his own team. Are you following? So the devil is, is factored in. You know, without the devil, Jesus would not have died on the cross. Praise God. Hallelujah. So God was counting on <laughs> God was counting on the devil to be the devil. To fulfill his plan. That is the superiority of God's wisdom. So that when the devil thought, I have won, he's on the cross, he died, nonsense. I am the king of this world. Who, 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 is, who is the king now? Who is the king now? Who is the king now? God looking at him. 
See your life. See your life. He conveniently forgot that it's in the scriptures that we rise after three days. He says their eyes, they couldn't see it. Why? The devil does not have the spirit of God. It is only by the spirit of God you will know the things that are what? Are of God. So without the things of God, you can read the scripture and not understand God. That is why the greatest theologians in Bible schools are atheists. Because it takes the Holy Ghost to know the word. And it takes the word to know the Holy Ghost. That is why it is unless you are born of the word that you'll be able to decipher the spirit. It is unless you are born of the spirit that you'll be able to understand the word. Praise God. Are you paying attention? I'm telling you. Uh-huh. Because you see, the man without the spirit will read the word with veiled eyes. He will see it, but he can't see it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He will see circumcision, and he will think it's about the flesh. He will see Moses' tabernacle, and he will think it's a house. Hallelujah. He will not understand that it is the spirit talking in all of those things. It takes you being born of the spirit to know the word. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says no one can say that Jesus is Lord by by what? The Holy Ghost. So the lordship of the word is only made possible by the word? The betting of the spirit. Without the spirit, you cannot know the word. Without the spirit, you call Jesus Christ a good man. Without the spirit, you call him just a prophet. Without the spirit, you say he's a humanitarian. Without the spirit, you say he's a philosopher. But with the spirit, you say that's the son of the living God. Hallelujah. Now let's continue. Hallelujah. Amen. Where is my first Corinthians 2? Aha. Uh-huh. He said, but as it's written, I have not seen nor ever heard, neither have entered in the heart of man the things which God hath what? Prepared for them that love him. Ah. Natural man does not know. Next verse. He now says. But God, everybody say, but God, had revealed them unto us by what? By spirit. By spirit. Oh, yeah, yeah. For the spirit searcheth what? All things. Yeah, the deep things of God. Hmm. So that means my access to the hidden things of God are where? By the spirit. It's like the world wide web. All the information necessary in the world, there are not enough books in the world to store them in. So for it to be accessible, you can put it where? In the internet, in the web. Is that correct? So the, the blessings of God in Christ, they are unsearchable. One lifetime is not enough to fully understand and grasp the blessings of God. So God put it in the Holy Spirit. Such that for you to have access to it anytime, any day, where do you go to? Reach in the Spirit. Now let's continue. He said, But God, I revealed them unto us by spirit. For the spirit suggests all things here, the details of God. Next verse, verse 11. It says, What? Yes. But now pay attention. He said, What man knoweth the things of a man except the spirit of man, which is where? In him. So that means the only person that knows you is your spirit. Your spirit. Hallelujah. For example, Emmanuel is nodding as I'm talking to him. But his spirit is the one that will know whether he's dreaming of Amalak Begidi. Are you pointing what I'm saying? So, no man will know the man like the spirit inside the man. Are you paying attention to what I'm saying? Are you paying what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the reason why you will tell a lady, uh, uh, you're talking about, oh, uh, Ernest is asking you out. Why don't you want to date? I don't like him. I don't like him. Two days later, they are dating. 
Alright, because you see, you were judging by her outward ex um, response, but her spirit knew what she was going to do. Glory to God. You say, but Pastor, there are some people their spirit does not even know. It's you that thinks that their spirit knows. Glory to God. He says, What man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is where in him. Next one. He said, Even so, the things of God. Huh? The things of God knoweth no man. Now, eh, 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 eh. the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. So that means only the spirit of God knows the things that are what? Of God. Are you paying attention? Now, what does God have to do? Because the spirit of man only knows the things that are of men. So that means the spirit of man is limited to the natural dimension. Though it's a spirit. So the spirit of man is limited to the things of men. But now God says, I want man to know the things that are in me. So what does he do? He gives man the spirit of God. Hiya. Glory to God. Such that that spirit of God is not a visitor to the man. He says, I want you to have 100% access to all in me. So what God says is, I will what? Get you reborn. Born again. But born of my own spirit. Such that you are in me, I am in you. It is interpenetration. They can't separate you from me, and I can't separate myself from you. Where you go, I go. Where I go, you go. Where I am, you are. I am, are you following? So it says, for what man were Next verse. It now says, listen, everybody read. He says, now we have received. Everybody say we have received. Notice he didn't say we are receiving. It's past tense. He says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is what? No, it is about the spirit on God's side. He says, but the spirit which is off, the word off there is ek. It means to proceed out of. Hallelujah. But the spirit which is of God, that we might what? Oh, that are freely given to us of God. That we might know. So that means the purpose of the giving of the spirit is for knowledge. To know the things that are freely given to us of God. Hallelujah. That are freely given to us of God. That are freely given to us of God. So that means, listen, notice. It didn't say to know the things God will give. It said to know the things that are freely given. So it is given in the spirit, but the spirit is given that we might know them. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. That are freely given to us of God. Next verse. It now says in 13, which things also we want. Ha. Ah. I will stop here. So, the process is rebirth, knowing, and communication. That means, the truth the Spirit causes you to know, He causes you to know it for the intent that you might communicate it. He says, which things we speak? Hallelujah. Which things we speak? Which things we speak? Hmm. Lord, should we take it this way? I think we, we can. Can I have my three men? Honor come. Not honor, sorry. I've forgotten. You are one already, have been. Oh, yeah. Afis, come. Pastor Emmanuel, come. But this height difference, get the point, too. 
there's one comment that used to say, you get the point now. You get the point now. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Um, uh, okay, let's do it in descending order. Uh, are you taller than him? <laughs> Just a meter? Okay. All right, no problem. All right. Who is this one? Spirit? Church now. Spirit, soul, and body. Are you with me? All right, good. It says, which things we speak? Go back there. Don't remove it. I want to show you something. I want to show you a cheat code. It says, which things also we speak? Not in the words. Which man's wisdom what? Teach it. But which the Holy Ghost what? Teach it. Comparing spiritual things with what? Spiritual. Now listen. The spirit of man that is in Christ is born of the Holy Spirit. So this spirit, if we are going to actually describe him, is two things. He is holy and he is what? Born of the spirit. Is that clear? So you cannot describe this man, this spirit, of the man born again as unholy. It will be wrong. To say he is unholy is to say God is unholy. The spirit of that man. Are you, are you, are you, are you? First Peter 3, 1, quickly. Guys, I have to borrow you. Don't be annoyed, eh? Wherefore, holy brethren. Turn in there now. Wherefore, First Peter 3, 1. Is something wrong with our operating system? That's okay, but if your Bible says, Wherefore, what? Holy brethren. Ah, uh-uh, no. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. Where's that? Consider the apostle. Uh, did I quote the wrong place? It's Hebrews. Oh. Hebrews 3 1. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Turn in there. Quickly. Wherefore, holy brethren. So he calls the Christian holy. Hallelujah. All right. Wherefore, holy brethren. You see that? Holy brethren. Partakers of the heavenly calling. Now, Holiness is not doing. There is a difference between holiness and holy living. Okay? Amen? The word holiness is not a verb. The word holiness is a noun. It is a description of a state, a nature. Not an action. Hallelujah. What holiness means is something that God has dedicated for his use. So, when Moses had the encounter with the Lord, the Bible says, remove your sandals for the ground where you stand on is a what? Holy ground. The ground that done nothing yet is holy. Are you, are, you, are you paying attention? So, what does holiness mean? It means consecrated, different, alright? Sanctified from a profane, regular use to what? A dedicated use. That's holiness. That's what holiness means. Now, holy living is now you that has been set apart, walking in a set apart way. Are you following that? So, holy living is... Something that is the fruit of holiness. So, because the believer is made to understand that he or she is holy, he cannot watch anything. He cannot go everywhere. He cannot do everything. Why? I am holy. I have a purpose for which I was set apart to. 
Are you following? So I understand that purpose. Therefore, I will not permit anything to be done with my body because my body is not like the unbeliever's body. My body, my soul, and my spirit is what? Set apart. Is this clear? Uh So holy living stems from holiness consciousness. Glory to God. Are you following that? Holy living stems from holiness consciousness. So, this guy is holy. Set apart. Now, I don't know if you agree with me that if he is holy, he is holy too. He is holy too. Because God has set spirit, soul, and body apart. We went in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Is that correct? Is that correct? Uh-huh. So, God has set his body apart. So, that means... This man's body has a particular purpose that God wants to use it for. God wants to use his body to heal the sick. So he put healing power in his spirit. God wants to use his body to raise the dead. So he puts the power in his spirit. God wants to use his body to pray. That means to vocalize prayer. Praise God. So he put his spirit in, 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 in there. Such that when this guy prays in the spirit and this guy vocalizes what the spirit is saying, God, by using this man, is able to what? Bring the will of heaven to pass on the earth. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Are you paying attention? Uh So now, because nothing happens on earth without legislation. A man must permit spirits to operate on the earth dimension. Without the permission of a man, nothing happens. Both for the spirit of God, angels and demons. That is why if you go to a place where there is serious demonic activity, there will be an altar somewhere. Hallelujah. There will be an altar somewhere. Glory to God. Why? The altar is a spiritual legislative office. Altars are where legislation is done. Altars are where men and spirits meet to decide what will be permitted on the earth. So spirit solicits men and meets men at the junction of altars. So at those altars, it is decided what is allowed and what is not allowed. Hallelujah. Are you following? So that is why God needs a man. Satan too needs men. God needs men. Satan needs men. So, the battle going on in the world right now is the spirit of God, the devil, and men. Influence over men. Because whom you decide to yield to will determine who you manifest and express in the earth dimension. Is anybody paying attention to what I'm saying? Is somebody paying attention to me? Let me give you an example. Right now, we have a sexual de- uh, deviance domination on the earth now. We're taking something like pornography. Alright? I want to show you something like pornography. Pornography is not just that thing you are watching on your phone. And the sexual scene that they are acting on the television is not just that. What that is, is the fruit of an agreement between men and spirits. <laughs> Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. It's an agreement between men and spirit. Because check what sexual deviation does to people. It kills their spiritual life. It kills prayer. It makes it difficult for them to focus on the word. 
it causes them to be attacked by condemnation and guilt. So what it does, if, if a person is a Christian and is given to pornography and all that, it cripples the person spiritually. If the person is crippled spiritually, legislation by the spirit in prayer will not be what optimal in this person's life. When it's not optimal in this person's life, this person will not be able to what advance the purpose and the affairs of the kingdom in his territory. Am I speaking to people here? That's how it works. Praise God. That's how it works. So when you see the vices, don't just look at the vices. There is a partnership between spirits and what? And men. So what we need to do many times to cripple all of this is to handle two things. We handle the spirits in prayer, but we must win the men to who? To Christ. The moment you take out the man, the spirit has no partner. But let's come back. I wanted to show you a cheat code. Is that correct? Huh. Now, when a man gets born again, the Bible talks about you're communicating the things of the Spirit towards which the Holy Spirit what? teaches. Now, the words which the Holy Spirit teaches are two kinds. Hallelujah. There is tongues, then there is in your understanding. Because the Bible lets us know that when a man speaks in tongues, he is speaking by the Spirit. Turn to 1 Corinthians 14. When you see a man that is held by God, you see the glory all over him. When you see a man that is held by God, you see his glory all over him. How have you known the Lord we serve is not a scam? How have you known the Lord we serve is not a joke? How many of you know that song? Hi. Okay, I think we will introduce you guys to Minister GUC. Minister GUC. I like that guy. Yeah, two people. I like Judy K. I like Minister GUC. Then there's another guy I like. I like his Theophilus Sunday guy. Oh boy. It's my kind of guy. Hallelujah. You understand? The guy does not load. You know something that load? The guy doesn't load. He just comes out. Hey, Kuria, Shandano, Shandala. You understand? And before you know, he's singing it. I'm like, that is good, man. Praise God. It's like what he does on the pulpit is a continuation of what he did in his, in his private devotion. I like people like that. Very raw. No editing. No music producer. They never process him at all. Now, raw guy. Raw. Pa. You know, people are like, ooh, you, you, That's their process. <laughs> Those are processed people. Process. We thank God for you. Amen. Sing to there's a place for you in the kingdom. But I like that guy. Guy is raw. Hey. I, I have this uh, subscription, this Apple stuff. I just recently discovered it. I'm not that old, though, but I'm discovering something some of you already know. So I just know I could subscribe. I can listen to songs. I just type the guy's name there. Apple. Raw. In fact, sometimes the editing, the sound, the sound is they didn't edit it. But the fire is there. Guys, look at me. Fire, no, they need editing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Fire, fire. Fire, no need editing. Amen. Go for fire. Don't go for fakery. Some of you fake all this package, package. Look, fire. Hallelujah. Fire. Fire. Hallelujah. You cannot fake it. You can't fake fire. Amen. 
For fire to be burning, you have to burn it. That the limon brogoskara, you cannot fail. If you don't do it, there will be fire. Glory to God. Glory to God. And when you're a man of the spirit, when you're a man and woman giving to prayer, when you talk, we will recognize you. Oh, hallelujah. Listen to me. There is a way you will recognize spirits, recognize spirits. Emilio, man is a spirit. When you talk, we can the, the, your note, we can pick it. Hey! But boy, I know where you are coming from. We are emotional, so this we fun. You understand? Have you noticed somebody will be singing? Alright, and all of us we ha ha ha. We're just there. Another person will come and sing the same song, and your spirit will leap. Hey, what is it? Who entered the place? You understand? What has happened? It is addressing, you understand? Man is a spirit. So if you want to get the highest level of response from man, see, there are three levels of response men can give you. All right? There is the physical response where you appeal to the appetite of the man. The appetite of the man. The appetite of the man. Um, sexual, um, hunger, you understand, all right? Entertainment, those are appetites in the, in the physical, of the physical man. Then there is the intellectual aspect of man. You can elicit an intellectual response from a man. Man means man and woman. Man is, you understand, mankind, praise God. In case you're a feminist here, praise God. Now, you can elicit a, an intellectual, emotional response from a man. But that's not the highest response. The highest response you can elicit from man is a spiritual response. If you get a spiritual response from man, you've got in the man. Hallelujah. You've got in the man. That is why the way to reach men is not to approach them first. It's to approach the source of men. The Bible calls God the father of spirits. So to contact spirits, you must go to their father. You have to fellowship with the Father of Spirit. It is why, without fellowshipping with the Father of Spirit, if you stand before a demon, he will not fear you. He can't smell your Father on you. Do you understand? He can't. Glory to God. Fire does not need editing. There is no, but you can't, there's no shortcut. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh, all right, first Corinthians 14 and verse 1. Pay attention. I'm about to close. Call of time. We'll continue LMM. LMM is here. Amen. And that's why you should take time off and not start telling us we have wedding on Saturday. Amen. There are many weddings. It's that one of that you will miss it. Look at them and say you will miss the wedding. Someone say Saturday is for wedding, not to me. Saturday is for outreach. Hallelujah. And has been for outreach for many years. Amen. Praise God. No wedding. I'm the hardest person to get to where they said my spiritual daughter that is getting married or spiritual son. All right, praise God. Now look at it. What does it say? Follow after what? Ah, church, read now. Follow after what? And desire what? But rather that he may prophesy. Next verse, what does it say? It says what? Speaketh not unto who? Speaketh not unto who? But unto who? For no man what? Notice, where is understanding? In the spirit or in the soul? In the soul. So that means the language is in the soul. No man understands him. He's talking to God. So that means there is a mechanism by which you can bypass the soul. 
and talk to the spirit realm. Glory to God. You can talk to the father of spirits. There is a mechanism that bypasses the soul. It's raw, naked, the spirits. So, whenever you are in that situation, when you want to know things beyond the flesh, beyond the soul, you need to go in the spirit to get it. Hallelujah. The innovation, the answer, there are times when you come to life challenges and you look at it, it hits you head on. And you're like, and you look, you checked, what is the problem? The answer is not going to come by observation. It's not in your data analysis, you know, your pivot table, it's not there. The answer is not in that observation. The solution is not going to come in the observation. You need to go, you need to journey inwards. Hallelujah. Where the spirit is. And dig it out. So it says, for he that speaketh, look at it. He that speaketh and not to speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him. How it in the spirit he speaketh what? Mysteries. Don't let us go into that, what mysteries is and stuff. I don't want to go into that. You can get the message. Next verse, verse 3 says what? But he that prophesies speaketh unto men, to edification and restoration and comfort. Now, verse 4. Everybody want to go. It says what? He that speaketh in an... Speaketh... Uh, edified himself, but he that prophesied edified what? So he's saying that he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edified his own self. So he's building his own self. Hallelujah. Alright? Now, notice he's not speaking in a language he himself understands. He's speaking in a language that God understands. Now, if we go to verse 13 and 14, he's going to tell us something interesting. Alright? Verse It uh, says, Wherefore let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. Verse 14 now says what? For if I pray in an what? Unknown tongue. What does he say happens? My spirit what? Notice. He says, but my what? Understanding is what? So that means when you pray in tongues or you talk in tongues, this is the guy that is active. This guy is not. This guy is not. What you hear, hear when this guy is talking in tongues. Praise God. Okay, can you guys talk in tongues? Alright, now, tongue is going on there, I am here, I can hear it from this person. Alright, now you would think that his lips is the one that is the source of what is being said. It's not his lips, where is it from? The spirit. Are you following? The spirit. So it is not even in how it sounds. The power of tongues is, is not in what? How it sounds. The power of tongues is in that it is coming from where? Are you paying attention? So, whenever they say, ba 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 ba, go 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 go, kiki kiki, the power is not in the kiki kiki, ba 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 ba, no. The power is in that it is coming from the spirit. The ba 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 ba, kiki kiki, that you are hearing is actually, um, um, well, the, the, um, what you are hearing is the um, experience. How well this guy has been able to what? Use and um, exercise his tongue, his physical tongue. Are you following? So that when you hear that, oh, he, he has yielded his tongue well to what? The spirit. But the power is not how it sounds. The power is in that it's coming from where? The spirit. Are you paying attention? Now, why am I teaching you this? Many of us do not yet understand the word as we ought to understand it. 
So because we have not yet understood the word as we ought to understand it, or, or, or to have understood it, it affects how we pray. So when we want to pray, we use words that we ought not to use. Because the wisdom level is no. Glory to God. So because the, the Bible talks about, it, it talks about, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. All right, And it tells us that we speak it using words which the Holy Ghost teaches. Which means that there is a teaching ministry required for you to speak in your known tongue that which you ought to speak the way you ought to speak it. Are you following? But God has created a shortcut. Are you paying attention? Such that if there is a limitation of knowledge, if there is a limitation of insight to your mind, it does not limit you from getting the answer. So this is a bypass. Glory to God. Glory to God. Turn to Romans chapter 8. Is anybody learning anything this morning? Romans chapter 8 verse 28. So tongue is not it's not rubbish. No. There's all of you. Speak your tongues proudly. The power is you are saying babakete, babakete, babakete. Go and say it where you do. Because continue. The power is not in the babakete. The power is in that the spirit is speaking. Ah. Are you paying attention? The spirit is speaking. The spirit is speaking. And oh, I, I need to tell you something before I go further. I say you should open Romans about what? Now. Now, see this guy. This guy here, the spirit, he is naked power. Every fabric of his being is power. Every fabric of his being is the nature and character of God. The that man, that, the spirit of a man born again. Not everybody's spirit, or the man that is what? Born again. This guy, the spirit of a man born again, has insight. There is nothing hidden from his eyes. There is nothing he wants to have access to he can't have. He, he has the access to It's just like having a system. A laptop. With a laptop, you can access every any part of the internet if you know what you're doing, including the dark web. Is that not true? Mm. If you know what you're doing. Hallelujah. If you know what you're doing. Any aspect. Your spirit is that laptop. Your spirit has... You know it says it has connection to God. It's not that you are here and God is up. No. It is that you are inside God and God is inside you. Put off 1 Corinthians 12, 13 really quickly. You are inside. Ah, glory to God. It is like mixing water with water. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. It's like mixing water with water. After you mix water to water, the one you mix took from and you, you can't tell it apart. It's an, there's an inseparableness. So it says, what can separate us? What can Because that separation is not possible. Because the mingling with the spirit is an irreversible reaction. What has been done cannot be undone. It's like what Isaac said to uh, Esau. When Esau came back and said, oh my father, give me a blessing. He said, I have given him everything. And I have put, him under, I put you under him. What I have said, I have said, I cannot take it back. Because spiritual things, all right, when it concerns God, they are irreversible. The gifts and the callings of God are without what? Repentance. 
You are all living below your potential in God. I'm telling you, listen to what I'm telling you. You are living below it. Because if you understood what you can actually do, what you are actually capable of, if you understood it, if you woke up and understood it, then I'm telling you, there is no demon in here that will want to be 100 meters close to you. If you understood it. That is why the fight of Satan over your life is that you should not get close to places, to resources that can get you to understand it. That is why you are having competing philosophies and ideologies that tries to tell you that the Bible is an absolute book that belongs in the Stone Age. That's what the devil is trying to get you to run from the fountain of knowledge so you will be dry of insights. Praise God. If you understood, do you know who you are? Do you have a clue what you are capable of? The Bible says nothing is impossible to you. Do you know why it says that? Because this man called the believer, if you put an impossible situation in front of him, all he has to do is to just go and journey inside. Get in the Holy Ghost and look. He looks, he sees, the eyes of the believer see sharper than the eyes of an eagle. There is no place the Bible calls the believer an eagle. To say that the believer is an eagle is an insult to the believer. The eyes of the believer, they see beyond walls. Praise God. Uh, just been told my time is up. You see, beyond walls. Beyond walls. Beyond walls. The breakthrough I'm talking about is to get so, this guy should get so strong that his influence overpowers this guy and overpowers this guy such that when he looks with his eyes, he is not seen with this. He's seen with the spirit. So he is able to interpret and translate this properly. He's able to decipher seasons properly. He's able to define people correctly. Hallelujah. Last scripture, then we close. Amen. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 12. Don't worry, very soon, I will not be going to lecture church like this. When we get to Yabba, I'm, I'm, I'm staying put. I will not be going once or so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you knew who you are, you will never be depressed a, depressed a minute. You are depressed. Why? The money for your school fees didn't come in. <laughs> Is that why you are depressed? You are depressed because you lost a job. You lost your job. My brother, the problem is not the job. It's like a man with a torchlight that is off. Being depressed about the lack of light in the room he just entered. The issue is not that there is no light in the room. The issue is that he does not know how to use what is in his possession to turn on the light there. That's the issue. You are not a weakling. You are not even poor. Amen? Amen. You are not poor. You are not cursed. You... You are not cursed. Uh-uh. 
You are not at the, at, at the mercy of any devil or witches. You, you are more powerful than them. It's you that don't know. Someone that is spitting on Kola not, he has nothing on you. Someone that does not brush his, using Paco to brush his teeth, he has nothing on you. Are you hearing me? The problem is you don't know who you are. If you knew, if you come to that place of acknowledge, this is who I am. First, you will first of all be mad of, of, of the nonsense you have taken in your life. That's the first thing. The first thing that that knowledge does to a Christian that has been oppressed is that you will first be mad. You'll be angry. That, why did I take this nonsense? They're just playing you like ball. You. Do you know what it means to be seated at the right hand of God? Do you understand? You, you think it's meta? Do you think it's literature in English we are doing here? It means that ah, to be seated at the right hand of God, what does, what does that mean? To be a joint heir with Christ, what does it mean? It means that without you, God cannot. I don't know if you understand. God is the one that said, that is I, I want it. I want to rule with my man. Are you paid? You understand? Yes, so he says, whatsoever you bind on earth, it is bound in heaven. Do you understand? Yes, so that means no movement on in heaven except a man moves. Do you, do you think it's a joke? First Corinthians 12, 13. Ah. And by the way, I didn't really preach. I didn't touch past the first line of my sermon. We continue lemon. First Corinthians 12 13. Can we read one to go? It says, What? For by one spirit. Whether we be whether we born or free, and have all been made to what? Drink. So we drank into one spirit. We have all been made. So what's it means in you? First Corinthians 6 17. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 6 17. Read, please. But he that is joined, Kolao, he that is joined to the Lord is what? One spirit. Not two separate spirits. One spirit. Inseparable. Praise God. Let's rise up on our feet. Let's just begin to speak in other tongues. Use your cheat codes. Use your bypass. Use your cheat code. Use your bypass. Talk in tongues. Talk in tongues. Put on your body the weight of the glory of God in your spirit. Put on your mind the weight of the glory of God in your spirit by talking in tongues. Talk, 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 talk. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.